This is it. We've got an Amex Platinum Pro on our hands, ladies and gentlemen. We haven't seen anyone relax like this before in the Centurion Lounge. <sighs> is he connecting to complimentary Wi-Fi? Oh, my. Look at that. He is. And you will not believe where he's going next. The Amex dedicated card member entrance for the win. Unbelievable. When you get travel perks with Amex Platinum, you're part of the action. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Support for Armchair and the Saints Happy Hour podcast comes from Manscaped, who is number one in men's below-the-belt grooming. Manscaped offers precision-engineered tools for your family jewels. Manscaped has redesigned the electric trimmer. Their Lawnmower 2.0 has proprietary skin-safe technology, so this trimmer won't nick or snag your nuts. Manscaping accidents are finally a thing of the past. And don't use the same trimmer on your face as you using on your balls. That's just nasty. Manscaped also has the Crop Preserver, an anti-chafing ball deodorant and moisturizer. You already put deodorant on your armpits. Why are you not putting deodorant on the smelliest part of your body? Get 20% off plus free shipping with the code armchair at manscaped.com. Always use the right tools for the job. Your balls will thank you. Get 20% off and free shipping with the code armchair at manscaped.com. That's 20% off with free shipping at manscaped.com. Use the code armchair. Welcome to the Saints Happy Hour podcast featuring Dave Cariello, Andrew Juge, Ralph Malbro, and when he decides to show up, Kevin Held. We are the perfect blend of Saint sincerity and stupidity. Coming up next, we'll talk with our football uh, expert. Well, that's what he calls himself. <laughs> uh, from WBLTV.com uh, Sports Column. And now, here's your host, Ralph Malbrook. All right, everybody. Welcome to the Saints Happy Hour Podcast. Uh, we'll get to yesterday in a second, but I think I found why the Saints lost yesterday. Dave, you spotted Drew Brees doing things Saturday that he wasn't supposed to be doing. He was supposed to be preparing for a football game. Instead, he was wasn't stuffing he was stuffing his face with sushi. Is that correct? No, it was Saturday night. Totally, totally accurate. No. Totally no. accurate. Well, everything other than the, I don't know what he's really supposed to be doing on a Saturday night, but yeah. So it eating was beefy Mac, that's what he's supposed to be that's, doing. That's, I know. Exactly. That's what I, exactly. I, I, I think if we're breaking any kind of news here, I think it might be that maybe Drew is off of the beefy Mac uh, game. Yeah. So breaking news. No. Well, that's, that explains why he had such a dog shit game. Oh yeah. yeah, five touchdowns. I know. Um, so Saturday. <laughs> no, well. But who the fuck's counting? So uh, so Saturday night, yeah, I went to go pick up food at the bar at uh, Rock and Saki in Metairie, and it was during the LSU game, fourth quarter of the LSU game. The restaurant was completely empty. There were literally there was nobody sitting at any of the tables. There was just a handful of people at the bar, and. Um, so we're just having a drink, my buddy and I, and sure enough, he like taps me and in walks Drew. He barely even walks into the restaurant. The guy, the bartender comes over and grabs his card from him. Uh, they do a really quick transaction. Drew was literally in and out in like uh, 45 seconds. That's uh, that hurry up offense right there. That's 45 yeah. seconds he could have been studying film. Yeah, and you could tell you could tell he like did not want to you know he wanted to get in there and get out <laughs> asap, uh, and nobody nobody at the bar. I think everybody recognized him. I certainly did. My buddy recognized him. That uh, two point conversion would have would have been executed so much better if he had taken that time to study the film. <laughs> Does nobody bother him? But yeah, I mean, I, I guess I don't know if he was on his way to the team hotel. I mean, don't they all stay in the team hotel the night before? I, I thought it was. I, I just thought that was unusual. The timing of it, but the laws don't apply to Drew Brees. I either. know he does get to do whatever the hell he wants. I'm sure. I remember. Was, I remember at the Greenbrier for the team. I remember the, at the Greenbrier when they had an off day, 
Um, I asked one of the players where Drew was, and they were like, oh, he went on the private jet to go visit his family. <laughs> like, the entire rest of the roster was there at the Greenbrier for just a day off. <laughs> hey, uh, Andrew, I, I never I tell th- you what, we can ship the whole fucking defense to the Greenbrier permanently. <laughs> you guys want to go see a dead body? That's the, that's the defense. But, Andrew... I have never missed playing this theme more so than I did, than I do right now. Yeah, we could have used Anzalone this weekend, that's for sure. Who knew that linebackers were important? Um, The Saints only had one. (laughs) They had... Stephon Anthony was playing again. It, it really did. It really did feel like two, 2015 all over again. The Saints wasting an epic Drew Brees performance. The defense shitting yeah. on itself. No. <laughs> I mean, Stephon Anthony playing. Yeah. This game. This game. This game. Uh, it just. It just felt like another four quarters of the 2011 NFC Division Champion. It's just. It just felt like that game was still going on. Maybe we're all dead and we just have to relive that game over That's and right. over and this over is, again. And it's, it's and it's not hell, it's purgatory. Hell is way, you know, it's, this is just purgatory. Purgatory is just that's it. You're just constantly watching the Saints play the Niners and just tons of touchdowns, but the Saints just always they end up on the losing end. What if we died after the Saints won the Super Bowl? <laughs> That'd be okay. Is it, pos- is it possible that that's what happened? That'd be all right. What if we're all in the bad place, guys? <laughs> We're in the upside down. Uh, no, I think the bad. I think the bad place is a Pelicans game. Uh, break, break, breaking news: They're losing again. <laughs> the Pelicans just—they are fucking. People are like, "Oh, it wasn't before Sunday." They're like, "I was like, man, this is a perfect sports weekend so far." LSU won. Everton won with the interim manager. Somebody's like, "It's not perfect." The Pelicans lost by four. I'm like, dude, the Pelicans. I love them, but them getting kicked in the nuts does not affect my mood at all. Like, I hope they win, but like, you know, if they want to lose by a hundred, it doesn't. Until Zion gets back, I don't care. Um, you know, feel the four of us and my fucking dog, and we might do better. But here's the thing about the defense, Kevin. Oh no, we suck again. Yeah, yeah basically. <laughs> I mean. <sighs> I mean, wait. Can I be? Can I be optimistic? Look, the Niners had. You go ahead. You might be on a fucking island here, Dave. <laughs> the Niners had the best defense coming into this game, the number one rated defense. And look what we did to them. We scored. We made more them third. Offers. That's what they did to them. So, yep. but I, but I'm. I would imagine though that the Niners aren't worried about their defense just because of this one game. And so I kind of feel the same way. I, we, the same. We should be in the same boat as them. I don't think we should be worried just because of this one game. Hey, R- Ralph. Especially, Ralph. especially considering, especially. I'm sorry, Kevin, for cutting you off. But especially, no, go ahead. Cons- That's okay. especially considering that we had our two of our starting linebackers out, and Kyle Shanahan and the Niners, they totally exploited that. Everything they ran was over the middle. You know, uh, I can't tell you how many slant routes they caught. Um, you know, they Six totally. Ex- yeah, I mean, they, they, they. You have to give the Niners credit. They came up with a great fucking game plan. Peyton came up with a great game plan, too. This was a, a really well-coached game. We watched a, a coaching masterpiece yesterday. Um, uh, both of these offensive gurus came up with good game plans and torched each other's good to decent defenses. Um, and I think that this is – I think this is – you're looking at the NFC Championship game. I think we meet again. Uh, R- Ralph, uh, this would be the time to be playing that uh, that audio bit from Copland. Uh, the Saints, yeah, Drew Brees threw for five touchdowns, ran in for another one. The Saints dropped 40, 46 motherfucking points. Here we go. On the San Francisco 49ers. Drew Brees again led the team down the field. With little time left, guided this team 70-plus yards against the top defense in the fucking crunch time. And what happened after that? This defense fucking blew it! (laughs) 
Good De Niro. We need a good De Niro clip. I think I need to find that. That was when Sylvester Stallone got fat, right? And he was a cop. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. He put on like 30 pounds or 40 pounds and didn't get nominated. I can't believe we've been shitting on the defense and we have yet to criticize Eli Apple, Chauncey Gardner-Johnson, and Marcus Williams. (laughs) I know. They got... The Saints Twitter is I mean, fixated Dave, Dave on Craig is, Robertson. You guys have both been rocking the linebackers, but what about well, the secondary? Here's a, one thing God. about Drew Brees. I want to get this. This is a terrible, de- terribly depressing stat. Yesterday was the 19th time Drew Brees has put the Saints ahead in the last seven minutes of a game only to lose said well, Look, I will, I, I'm going to tell you right now, after, after 12 years of this shit, I, I will never – be comfortable with a one-score <laughs> lead for the Saints, uh, with any with any less than two seconds left on the goddamn clock. Did you Did you watch the Falcons game? I mean, four four scores in the fourth quarter wasn't enough. <laughs> I mean, the Texans uh, scored in like seven seconds. Um, you know, when 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 we talked about like Ralph, you and I, we talked to get like in the Carolina game, we both had the feeling like ah. Even when it looked bleak for the Saints, they were still always going to win. And I kind of felt that way about the Falcons game on on Thanksgiving. And and I had I had the opposite feeling. And I said, oh, forget it. A two point lead with 50 seconds left. Forget it. We're fucking blowing this. Like this I, is I, heard, I heard I heard there was one guy I saw on social media that was criticizing Traquan Smith, saying that he should have taken a knee at the one to, to run more clock. Oh yeah. Worse yeah. Than- Take a timeout. Yeah. Well, guaranteed to get the touchdown on the yeah, right. no, no, yeah. right. no. The and more like, that that I just I, I don't get that that I don't get. Like if you were if you were trailing by two, I can understand that argument. But you're but you're down by you need the touchdown to take the lead. No, you fucking score the fucking touchdown. Nothing is a guarantee. Yeah, I mean, the of all the ridiculous dis- – and we'll get into the two-point decision. We'll get into the fake – I like the two-point no, decision. There's, there's nothing to get into. There's nothing – I repeat, there is nothing – I'm sorry to cut you off here, Dave, but there is nothing <laughs> to get into about the two-point conversion. Okay? Like the, to like anybody, anybody that wants to bag on the offense, to anybody that wants to question the two-point conversion, to anybody that wants to question anything related – to non-defense side of the football on the game yesterday. To quote Sean Payton, why don't you worry about the meat? All right? Shut up and sit down, you big bald fuck. Oh, that's a yes. new one. That's a new one. I mean, but but I do have I do have a bone to pick with the offense, but uh Yeah, your boy didn't get your Ladavius didn't get enough carries. Is that about it, Dave? Yep. That's where I'm going. That's where we're taking this bad boy. But I mean, I, that's I just, like a, that's like a, what's it like, like a macro problem? That that's a thing that we can you can want it in future games. But like yesterday, it didn't didn't matter. Can I can I want it? Because I don't know if I'm ever gonna get it. Because <laughs> I, we've had Sean Payton for how many fucking years now? And how many fucking years? How many times? And I don't even care who the running backs are. But how many times have we seen Sean Payton be his reaction time to adjust? to the run, running game is like an iceberg. He moves slower than a fucking iceberg. I mean, h- how are you not seeing that Alvin Kamara is not getting the job done? How are you not seeing that Latavius Murray is getting the job done? And why are you not continuing to keep going back to the the hand that feeds you or whatever the fuck well, you want to say? Well, I don't know. Dave, I mean, hold on. I mean, I hear you that the game, I mean, it started to clearly feel that way, but I... I remember, first of all, there was a game recently where Kamara wasn't used very much in the first half, and he had bad statistics, and then they leaned on him in the second half, and he got going. And before before this week, Kamara averaged 4.7 yards a carry, and Latavius Murray averaged 4.4. So, like, I, I get what you're saying, and, and yes, I, I agree with you. I, I think Latavius Murray should have been used more in this game, but up until this point in the season – Camaro was not worse statistically than Murray. There is no reason for Sean Payton to come into this game thinking we need to give Murray the ball more than Camara. I understand that, but but usually what happens at the start of these games is both of them get their a handful of touches. They get their chances, and usually you can kind of see who's who's got the hot hand. Who yeah, doesn't but it's not. But it's not like that. It's it's always this whole season. It's been when they're both playing. 
It's been maybe two to one at best. Like two carries for two touches for Kamara to one for Latavius Murray, if not three to one. That's how it's been all season. But should it keep being but I think Dave's point is should it keep being that way? Well, right. no, after no, after this game, no. I, I I mean I said on the podcast after the game, I I think next week they should strongly consider making Latavius Murray the starter. I mean, I don't know what's going on with Kamara right now. He doesn't seem like Alvin Kamara. So I would like to see Latavius Murray start the game and be given an honest opportunity to run the football, to catch the football, to be the main guy, and then sprinkle in Kamara a little bit here and there, and maybe you get him going, and then maybe you use him more if he gets a hot hand. But I think Latavius Murray, based on the way he played when Kamara was out and based on Kamara's current form, has earned the right to not only start, but maybe get more touches than Kamara. Now, here's my my thing is – Look, as far as Kamara is concerned, a lot of people have been talking about Kamara. Uh, there's there's two and only two uh, things going on with Kamara. One, he's not fully healed, uh, and he's got, still got some nagging injury that's fucking him up, slowing him down. Or two, uh, I've seen people insinuate that he's just not playing hard, uh, you know, contract, whatever. Um, in either case, if either of those things is true... I, you sit him. Now you don't sit him, but I mean, you you back him off. You you don't play him as much, and you go with the what who, what's working. So I, I just you know what was working, Dave? Yeah, what? Everything. <laughs> I, I look. I don't have. I am not. I am not. I, I blame the, you for anybody that blames the offense for the Saints losing to the Niners. That's ridiculous. I am not blaming the offense for the Saints losing. I'm just saying, you know, your boyfriend needs more touches. Agree with me. Yeah, and I mean, Sean Payton would agree with me. There's always there's always stuff to clean up. There's always ways you can get better. All right, Kevin, my brother, mild mannered that he is about the Saints game, he texted me obscenities about the 49er fan, which I know podcast listeners you don't know my brother, so it's just stunning. It would be it would be like me suddenly having perfect pronunciation of words. That's how stunning my brother texting me obscenities are. He's texting me, these fucking 49er fans are trash. I forgot how much I hate them. Like, they were invading the dome. And I know, Kevin, you weren't there. Dave, we'll get to the, the atmosphere in a minute. But did this kind of remind you? It kind of reminded me, yeah, 49er fans, they're tr- I hate them. They're trash human beings. And I forgot, this week I forgot how much I hate them. Did you, did you feel that way? Uh, I mean, on social media, I just looked at it like like they were just – maybe they seemed a little bit more boisterous on social media than, than the other teams that have come in saying, oh, we're going to take over the city and all this other kind of stuff. Uh, but somebody on, on social media, and I can't remember which, which guy it was that, uh, that, that put it out there, but – they basically retweeted one of those videos of 49ers fans parading around. Like it was like a group of like 15 or 20 of them acting like they took over a, a, a block of the French quarter area. But the guy said, you know, the reason these jackass fans can come down here and act like and, and say all these things is because of how welcoming and actually open and nice New Orleans is to people who come and visit. If this was any other fucking city, and I mean any other fucking city, they'd be getting hammered for it. And the guy basically dared these Niners fans, next time y'all play the Eagles in Philadelphia, we fucking dare you to go do that in Philadelphia. Like, New Orleans is a welcoming, New Orleans is a very welcoming and accommodating uh, city and, and, and place in general for pretty much anybody. So yeah, look, you, you want to come, you want to come down and and act like you're taking over. Hey, great, your your money's green. They'll fucking take your money, no problem. And most and most of the time, most of the time, they'll take your money and they'll hand you a fucking loss, <laughs> and you get to fly back home on your plane, sad and depressed. But you know, this time it didn't happen that way. Oh well. Man, I- I feel like they're like locusts. They they have had three good years 
in the last 20. Those were when Harbaugh yeah, was Where coach. is this arrogance coming from? I don't even know. Any of any 49er fan under the age of 30 doesn't fucking have any experience with the 80s and 90s 49ers. But, but, Brother, it's it, look, look, they are there it's like it's like being a Yankees fan in the fucking 80s. <laughs> and we have a celebrity. I mean, Skooks is in the chat. I mean, I'm excited. I don't know. So, I was thinking with all them in the tour trip, we forgot to mention that the inventor of the hand grenade died last week. Mm. Uh, was 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 this weekend? How how I got I got drunk yesterday. I got really drunk uh, because it was very very depressing. Uh, I was trying to think of uh, excuse you, Ralph. What? Yeah. I, I was trying to think of um, a moment where. Uh, I got in like Saints Twitter is, is just out of their mind, and and the most ridiculous thing I saw today, Andrew, was people wanted the Saints to play Gardner Johnson instead of Craig Robertson. Now I'm not a tape guy; you're a tape guy, but I think that would have been unwise. They needed to. You, you can't just play one linebacker, right? You 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 can't do that, right? Wait, is that a serious question? Yes. Like, I had many people attacking me saying they needed to get Craig Robertson off the field, whatever it took. If you play, just play, just play DeMario Davis and play Dime or whatever the fuck it is where you play like eight defensive backs. Like it's college or something. I don't know. Are, are I was, I was fighting with him. Is it was that, dumb. I, I have serious? dumb Twitter fights every day, but that was the dumbest. No, no, no. no. Listen, listen. When you're playing a team like the 49ers who have basically made a living off running the football. If you play a dime defense, they, they Shanahan will laugh at you. He will throw his play call sheet over the bench, and he will get on the mic, and he will say, Hey, Jimmy, our new playbook is run ta- left tackle, run left guard, run right guard, and run right tackle. And I will be giving you those four plays over and over and over. And the Saints would have given up more than 48 points. That is the most ridiculous suggestion I have ever heard. Now, if you don't like Stephon Anthony and you don't like Craig Robertson, your options were Manti Teo, who hasn't played football in a year and has had three days of practice. And who, was, option- available, who was available at the Saints' beck and call in week 15. Yep. Your, your <laughs> options were re-signing Ray Ray Armstrong, or you could have exhumed the body of Sam Mills, and you could have put his fucking bones on the field. That might have been more effective. I'm, can I can I vote for that? That sounds exciting. Look, Sam Mills, his bones, he'd have been light. He probably would have been quicker than Craig Robertson. True. Just just saying. Um, but so the title for this podcast definitely has to be Sam Mills's bones would be better at linebacker. This is like those guys that used to say, "Oh, you Roman Harper should play linebacker." No, you can't do that on first and ten when you're playing against a team that runs like. Uh, offensive lineman at the point of attack swallows players like that. People, they're, having a, they're in the chat room. Absorb a block. Like you can't play run defense and dime Ricky. packages. Like Ricky. is that a ser- Like is that seriously what someone thinks? I mean, you're right, Dave. I spend too much time on the twitters. I really do. <laughs> I uh, although for some reason I I either heard that or saw that also. So I I, I mean that is just, not alone. That is fucking mind-numbing <laughs> the skook says I mean, the hand grenade that's even is worse the... than the two-point conversion crazies skook says the hand grenade is the going for two in the first quarter of cocktails i, I wanted to say that's when i lost my train of thought the, the, the guy who invented the hand grenade died and i just want to tell a quick story super bowl saturday when the saints were in the super bowl 2009 my wife came to new orleans and she yeah yeah let me play that as i i don't have that up but my wife she went to new orleans and she had never really seen me get drunk so she's like i'm gonna out drink you and i was doing shots and she did a hand grenade and a and a half, and we had to carry her out of that bar like it was vietnam and she was an injured soldier it was hysterical 
and she was hung over all Super Bowl Sunday. So hand grenade, I I never liked the hand grenade personally, but it did wreck people, and I enjoyed seeing them get wrecked. But but is the hand grenade going for two in the first quarter of cocktails, Kevin? Repeat that last part. You the hand grenade is the going for two in the first quarter of cocktails. Is that correct? Like it's a it's a yes. bad decision. Oh, I don't think it's a bad decision. I think it's you know, I think it's a go big or go home. That's the attitude. <laughs> Why is going for two stupid? There was a penalty. Yeah, moved, I think there was a penalty that moved the ball from the two to the one. Sean Payton had a play he loved, and it didn't work out. Like I, I get that. Like hindsight twenty twenty. Sean Payton doesn't have the gift of hindsight when he makes that decision. He doesn't get to find out that oh, by the way, you're going to lose forty eight to forty six. You're going to lose by two. And you decided to go for it for two twice, and you didn't get either of them. So, do you think he would have kicked if he had known that? Of course, he would have kicked. He didn't know that. He doesn't have the gift of hindsight. So, all of you high and mighty people that are like, "Oh, it cost him the game. How could he have done that?" He didn't know. It was a favorable situation where the Saints had a penalty, and analytics say that you're. What is it, Ralph? You get like a increase three percent better chance, by, roughly. Yeah, you have a three percent better chance of making it by getting a yard closer, and he, he loved his game plan, and for the most part, his game plan was working to fucking perfection all day, and it was one play that he dialed up that he liked, and it blew up in his face. It happens. But for anyone to suggest that when the team scored 46 points, to harp and nitpick on that or the fake punt, either of them, you're out of your mind. Because at the end of the day what really happened was Kyle Shanahan pitched a no hitter and Sean Payton pitched a he basically Kyle Shanahan pitched a perfect game and Sean Payton hit a two hit pitched a two hitter and lost are you going to blame the pitcher for pitching a two hitter and basically throwing one meatball down the middle that's ridiculous right that was that was well said the only other thing i would add to that is is if if you want the coach who calls fucking ambush to start the second half in the Super Bowl, then you also get the fucking coach who goes for two in that situation and calls a fake punt. Fucking deal with it. <laughs> it's yep. like the but 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 Saints Twitter is like um, the the quote about Taysom Hill that someone has. They said Sean Payton, all his aggressive plays are stupid except the ones that work, which are awesome. Right. Oh well, that kind of <laughs> that's that's actually pretty funny. That, I, I like that. But the thing is, guys, like, I mean, Dave, Excuse you you, you might not you you might not remember this, but Ralph, you definitely do, and Kevin, I think you do. But like, if you want a coach that's going to kick it every time, we lived through that. Like, it, that was the Jim Moore era. If you want a coach that's going to play it by the book and that's going to be conservative and do everything that you're supposed to do and, and not take any risks that's Jim Mora I lived through it you want to know how that worked out zero playoff wins do we really want to go back to that boy playoffs. is that what we really want <laughs> no I mean it here's the thing like I just Saints Twitter I think is just melting down and blaming people Dave because Yesterday was so momentous and it felt like a playoff game and now the Saints have lost control of their destiny and they're probably going to be the the right people. That's all I'm saying. But I mean, do you, how do you, I'll go around the horn and I'll start with you, Kevin. Do you still see the Saints getting a bye, yes or no, after yesterday? Getting a bye. Uh... I think it's, I mean, what, it's either going to be one of the, the top two seeds or, or the, the, or the three seeds. So, I mean, what, I mean, the, the Rams won yesterday, right? So yeah. that's a good sign. Cause we need Seattle. We need Seattle to, to lose, which they did. We need Seattle to beat the Niners again. And you need Green um, Bay to lose. And and wait, we need who to lose? Green Bay. Shit. Lose one more time. Yeah, why are we behind Green Bay? Because they only have two conference losses. The Saints have they've lost right, to the AFC team. Yeah. 
but I don't think Green Bay's that Who's good. Who's Green I mean, Bay's final three games against? Chicago, Minnesota, Minnesota and Detroit. Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> you see, the Saints losing yesterday has forced us to root for Mitch Trubisky and need him to be competent. And that is just... What about today? Is today the worst day of your life? Yeah. Yeah. Um, I will I will say, I mean, you know, again, the, the offense is fine, but I will say they need to work on their two-point conversion plays. <laughs> <laughs> that, that might be an area they want to address. <laughs> I mean... I maybe feel... start by having Latavius Murray in the game. Is it just me, or does Marcus Williams? He Suck. <laughs> he's the highest rated safety in PFF, but like he's a calamity. Like every other week, I feel like at least once. My favorite was the Ringer guys saying George Kittle was carrying Marcus Williams like a backpack. <laughs> <laughs> he should have ripped Kittle's. He should, if he was going to do the face mask, he should have ripped the helmet off and thrown it Kyle Turley style in the air, and just got ejected. I mean, that, that would have been better. Yeah, I mean, if you're gonna if you're gonna go, don't, don't go half the way. Go all the way. Um, no half measures. <laughs> so, uh, I don't. I, this this team, I feel pretty good about it. The thing is, Kevin and I, and I, we talked about it at the beginning, but I want to delve delve into it because Drew Brees. You look at Tom Brady, and he's forty two. And I know New England. If you watch him yesterday, they have other problems besides Brady, but he's clearly declining. Drew Brees is fucking forty, and he was magnificent yesterday. And this performance is probably going to get memory hold by even Saints fans because they didn't win. And I just. It made me really sad because I know these kind of games from Drew Brees, like, we are at the end of the – we – there's, like, a, a chance that we might not see another great epic performance like we did yesterday uh, from him again. And it just sucked that they didn't win. Um, but that no, aside – wait. Just wait. Well, it wouldn't be a Drew Brees performance if we won. Now, would it? <laughs> It would. But I was going to say, Kevin, uh, yesterday was a really, really bad day for the Arm Truthers. And me and you's website, armtruther.net, I don't know what we're going to do with it. Because Drew Brees was throwing downfield. He was throwing darts. He was looking healthy. How do you feel about Drew Brees yesterday? Is he? Do you feel like he's completely back from the thumb issues, and he's good to go the rest of the way. Wait, what was that yeah, website? Not, was it was it geocities.armtruther.net? Was that yes? <laughs> Look, if Infowars can stay in business, I think we I think our we our, our GeoCities page can stay if, up too. If if paid if people if we would get more patrons, we could upgrade to like GoDaddy. Seven dollars a month, do it. Blogger, okay. you could get a blogger account. By the way, yeah. By the way, shipped out all the koozies and the magnets, so you'll be getting them all your November people. They're on the way. Let's continue, Kevin. Do you feel like Drew Brees all the way back? The goat blood, the transfusions, it all worked, and he's good to go now. From from here yeah, on, I'm out. not worried. I'm I'm not worried about him. Not worried about him. I stopped being worried about him. <laughs> Dave, uh, Jared Cook looked fucking amazing, even though he only had two catches. He got the, the 49ers, Pierre God, Thomas, Tim. I wish I had him on my fantasy team. <laughs> God. I, you you I, could I, have if you had spent $83 or $183. $83? I did not spend $83. I spent 182 And yesterday, <laughs> he looked like he was worth $182. That second touchdown catch was uh, incredible. That was very athletic. I mean, he high-pointed that ball, and uh, that was a great catch. Um, Any, anyone else think that wasn't a catch? I was worried that it wasn't going to be. Because remember the Bears, dude, two years ago? He caught it, and his like leg exploded, and they were like, no, yeah. dude, no touchdown. 
You gotta, yeah. com- you gotta complete the catch, man. In the game, but I rewatched the game at home, and when I rewatched it, obviously I knew what what the end result was. But I remember thinking, like, "Ooh, I can't believe that they didn't uh, call that back." I, I didn't think it was a catch. It didn't seem. Yeah, like Yeah, but I mean, man, that shot was so game. dirty. That shot yeah. was so dirty. Yeah. Yeah. They, the 49ers are dirty, just man. Like, they did that like to Pierre. Con- just like Chauncey if- Gardner Johnson's hit on 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 that guy, you know, on the helmet. That was dirty too. That was so dumb. God, that was so stupid. <laughs> Jesus. Why? Why, man? God, Chauncey Gardner-Johnson and Marcus Williams, they both just pissed me off so much in this game. I don't... I don't so th- fucking that, dumb. Look, Chauncey Gardner-Johnson, so nice they named him thrice. Uh, he... <laughs> uh, that, that penalty with the hit to the head, I, I can't blame him for that. I mean... He was already in motion. There was no way he could do was touch him. The fullback was already laying on the ground. Just touch him. It was third down. They were about to kick a field goal. Tap, tap, tap. Just tap it. Just tap it. Just tap it. it. Give it a little tap, tap, tap. Looks like I picked the wrong week to quit amphetamines. Oh, God, that game makes me sick. Like, (laughs) you know, the thing about that game that's crazy, I told you this, Ralph. I can't believe the Saints – the one respite I have, the one relief that I have is that I can't believe we get to still play games after that. Like, I've just been so conditioned for that kind of game to be the season ender that, like, that felt like a playoff game where it's like, well, boys, see you next year. Yeah. It, it felt like that was it. And then I realized, like, oh, wow, we get to play again we next week. We have three. And, and, yeah, we have three more games. So, you know, in a way – it's kind of like a new lease on life because when the saints lose like that in a game like that, the last few years, it's felt like that's, that's been it. Yeah. I mean, listen guys, before we get to the game picks and your Twitter questions, go to mybookie.ag. They have the best online gambling site, safest experience, uh, you can bet on anything. I bet Everton on the money line because I'm a degenerate. But they came through for me against Chelsea. Plus 310. Bingo. I won money. Right now, you get a 100% sign-up bonus. Deposit. They match it. Whatever you put in. You put in 150. They give you 150. Use the code. Dave, what is the code? It's armchair is the code, right? Yeah. Armchair is the code. And use it. You get a 100% sign-up bonus. Go to mybookie.ag. You play. You win. You get paid. You get paid. It might be what? share. I don't know. Yeah. So. Just try one. If it doesn't work, try the other one. <laughs> yeah. If armchair doesn't work, uh, try uh, try chair. It'll be fine. Um, so. Here's the thing as we get to – before we get to the questions and before we get to the Monday night game. It's the 10th anniversary of the Saints winning the Super Bowl. They're having a big celebration Monday night. Drew Brees can break the touchdown record if Tom Brady doesn't get there first against the Bengals Sunday. Um, Kevin, if I told you the day after the Saints won the Super Bowl – that 10 years later, Sean Payton would still be the coach, Drew Brees would still be the quarterback, and the Saints would still be an NFC power, would you have thought that realistic? Shit, after the Super Bowl? Yeah, dude, after the Super Bowl, you could have told me, uh, (laughs) like, you could have told me we would all start shitting ice cream, and I would have believed you. (laughs) You could have told me Reggie Bush was going to marry Kim Kardashian, I I would have believed you. And it would have been, and it would have been a long-term love. If you, if you were going to poop an ice cream flavor, what flavor would you want to poop? Rocky Road. <laughs> oh, I'm, I'm, I'm a basic uh, person when it comes to ice cream. Just give me like a nice uh, French vanilla. <laughs> yeah, I think like, I think I want to, I want to poop one of those exotic Ben and Jerry flavors. Like fish food or something, you know? I mean if you're gonna if I'm gonna if I'm gonna poop ice cream, you go all the way, right? Um so here's a here's an interesting question. Um 
Will the defense have PTSD, Andrew, or will they move forward and be ready to play Monday? That's from Autumn. Uh, yeah, I just don't think you play Kyle Shanahan every time. I, I mean, I really think the linebackers w- was an issue, but I just think that was a combination of the linebackers not being able to deal with Kittle and the, the secondary just – you know, trying to focus on basically playing the run. I, I think the Saints really said, hey, we're going to come into this game and we're going to stop the run because that's what they're going to try to do. And they came out that first drive and Garoppolo was chucking the ball all over the yard. And I think it caught the secondary by surprise. And in the second half, the Saints started to settle in a little bit. And that's when they started doing a lot of that misdirection stuff. And um, so I, I just think Shanahan kind of had them on their heels the whole game. And to me, it, it wasn't the linebackers so much as, I mean, there were, there were times, I mean, there, there were really, there were three or four plays where Robertson's lack of speed really stood out. There was a scramble that, uh, Garoppolo had for a first down. Uh, there was a third and 10 out to Kittle where he gets to the sticks and Robertson isn't fast enough to push him out of bounds. And then there was the touchdown where Stefan Anthony gets roasted and then, Robertson can't beat him to the sideline, but, but I actually thought Robertson played okay at, at times. I mean, for, he gets the interception and that's, that's been his deal. He's always been good at, at making plays on the ball, you know, and so when he's there, you know, he can make a play. And so there were times where I thought Robertson Klein made plays would have in the dropped that interception 10 out of 10 times. I oh, I've, seen, I've, I've seen AJ Klein drop that pick 50 times in his Saints career. So, um, you know, yeah, I mean, I, I I don't think it's that Robertson – I mean, I, I know that a lot of people are pointing the finger at him, but I, I just think it was really one of those things where the focus early in the game was, hey, let's stop the run, and the 49ers completely caught the Saints off guard by throwing the ball down the field and doing it with success. And by the time the Saints adjusted, Kyle Shanahan was already one step – was, was two steps ahead the whole game. And, that, and that's how – I mean, the pass rush was poor – Give the 49ers credit for blocking well up front, attacking the Saints secondary. I, I thought top to bottom, the whole defense was terrible. Uh, but, you know, <laughs> other coaches aren't going to come in with that kind of game plan. And, you know, they're not going to face a game caller like that every week. So I do think that the defense will bounce back and they'll be better. Uh, but obviously you hope they can get their linebackers back soon because I, I do think that makes a difference. Reichert might have the question of the month, Dave. I'm say I, I saved this one for you. Should the Saints Oh boy. Should the Saints hire George Costanza as a personal coach for Stefan Anthony? Costanza could implement his do the opposite of what you think you should do philosophy for play recognition. If every instinct Stefan Anthony has is wrong, <laughs> then the opposite must be true. Uh, well, I think I, I think Stefan Anthony needs a traveling secretary. That way, we can hire George Costanza as the assistant to the traveling secretary. Do you think that coaches should tell Stefan Anthony to do the opposite of what he thinks? You think they should start coaching him like that? Yeah, they I should mean... have separate huddles where they like call the real play, <laughs> and then they go over to, and then and then Demario Davis goes over to Stefan Anthony, tells him another play, and then it all comes together. That'd be a great Disney movie. <laughs> Upside down linebacker or something. John Stamos as the coach. The guy from Dawson's Creek with the giant head who was in uh, Varsity Blues as the linebacker. James Vanderbeek. I mean, Kevin, you'd watch that on Netflix. You know you would. Brother, I, I I'm f- so far behind on Netflix. I don't have time for for that that, that shit. And besides, what will probably happen is I'll scroll around all the new shit, add like two or three things to my list, and then go back and watch a a stand up special that I've seen like six times already. Quick movie review: The Irishman. It needed to be either an hour shorter. Or a 10-hour miniseries. Scorsese, it's like he made the movie Casino and took out all the cool parts. It's like just fucking Al Pacino and De Niro riding in a fucking car. Terrible. And Joe Pesci. Quick, quick, to, my quick wife said, Irish, no, it's not. Quick, quick, quick movie review of The Irishman. If you've seen Goodfellas and 
uh, Casino and every other Martin Scorsese film. Don't bother. You've already seen this one. <laughs> Fair quick, <enough>. quick, quick <laughs> review of the Disney Plus television series, The Mandalorian. Very fun, very enjoyable, and in a hundred years when the world has uh, gone full apocalyptic, uh, Baby Yoda will be our currency. <laughs> Baby Yoda, man. My kid is all about Baby Yoda. I don't know how he dis- discovered it when he I know, saw it on the you news can't, or and whatever. You can't buy a, uh, and you can't buy any Baby Yoda toys because for some reason Disney uh, didn't think that he was going to be popular. No, 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 no. They, no, they did oh, they think did? it was going to be popular. They didn't want. They wanted to keep the secret until the show came out. Oh, because that shit always ends up leaking. Oh, see, you gotta. Couldn't they like plan that like championship merchandise, like have it all ready to go and under lock and key, and then you just yeah, but but spring it. But on dude, people? that's the thing. Everybody knows the championship merchandise exists. I guarantee you, there would be somebody in some sweatshop. Halfway across the world, and I say sweatshop because we all know Disney isn't going to fucking pay uh, for Americans to make it. Sorry, stepping out here. Uh, so you know somebody would take a fucking picture and share it with somebody, and then it would get sent and wind up on some uh, sci-fi blog that I fucking visit. And it'd be like, oh, great, that's cool. That's that's going to be on this show. Well, I'm spoiled. That's uh, true. By the way, everyone, live show at Tracy's Saturday. OMG. Five more wake-ups. Five more wake-ups until the live show. Yeah. Seven o'clock. If you RSVP'd, you get a t-shirt my wife. from my wife. So uh, assuming that I get them printed in time. You don't have them in? Hopefully. <laughs> Just kidding. So, um, yeah. It's, it's, look, the live show is going to be great. It's going to be amazing. Uh, join us. It, we're gonna it's have a fun giveaways, baby. And the thing is, I actually took initiative and wrote out a rundown for the live show. <laughs> and tell Dave, Dave, tell the people what you said in the pre-show about my rundown. <clears throat> well, Ralph emailed out to me and Andrew and Kevin. He he took obviously he took at least at least five, possibly even ten minutes. Uh, to put this together, and it was, uh, you know, it was basically a detailed, very, a very detailed schedule of the hour that we're going to do for our live podcast. You know, at this minute mark, you know, we're going to discuss this, and then we're going to discuss this at this minute mark. Uh, there's and, strategy. Uh, there's organization. Oh yeah, it was spelled correctly, um, and uh, and I Most, just took, mostly mostly. And uh, and I just took one look at that and I just left my ass off because there's no way we're staying on that schedule. It's going to go off the rails in the first two minutes. Uh, absolutely. <laughs> yeah, you might as well set that on fire. Yeah. <laughs> so. Yeah. I, I stopped reading. I see it at like minute 58 and a half. Kevin's going to be like, we got to give away the Jairus Bird jersey. And we'll be like, oh, shit, we forgot. But... As for the Saints, they play on Monday night. They play the uh, slumping. Is that a good way to put it? Indianapolis Colts. Slumping, yeah. Anybody that loses to the Buccaneers, slumping is putting it lightly. They were five and two. Now they're six and seven. But the interesting thing about the Colts, they've played eleven one-score games. Uh, and probably Adam Venateri becoming an 80-year-old man and not being able to make extra points probably cost them a win or two. Um, yeah, it's really disappointing that he's going on IR because I would have loved for him to kick against us. Yeah. Do you so, know who their kicker is this week? Have they signed anyone <laughs> They yet? signed the guy who missed the kick of the 49ers. Um who missed the kick for the 49ers and they caught him against Seattle. McClintock or whatever the fuck his name is. Mm-hmm. Um, so, the Saints, eight-point favorite. Kevin, who you got? Saints, eight-point favorite? Shit. Yeah. I'll say the Colts... Uh, I'll take the Colts and the points, but I'll say Saints... I'll say Saints 27, Colts 20. Are you eating pizza, Kevin? No, I'm actually eating chicken. Mm. I'll have the chicken. 
So, Kevin, give me a score and give me of MVP. I just gave you a score, 27 to 20. Wow. I couldn't tell with the pizza stuffed in all your jaws. All right. Chicken. I'm eating chicken. Chicken. <laughs> all right. Who's your chicken of the game, Kevin? Uh, my chicken of the game? I'm going to say I'm gonna say Murray. I, I, I think Peyton says, you know what? Yeah, right. Yeah, right. You sound like Dave. You think they're actually going to give him the ball? <laughs> even even I don't predict Ladavius Murray is having a good game. I know, but that's guess, why it's going to happen. I guess, I guess you think he's going to house two of his four carries. Yeah. Fuck it. And you know what he's going to do after he scores a touchdown? He's going to join me and he's going to join me. We're both going to eat some chicken. <laughs> Everybody knew as soon as you walked in the damn place, you was going to have the chicken. <laughs> Me. Uh, so, Dave, Saints eight-point favorite. Who you got? Oh, you, are you excited about Tulane playing in the Navy-Army yeah. credit Fiesta Bowl against Southern Miss? <laughs> Excuse me. It's the Lockheed Martin Armed Forces Bowl. Um. Yeah, I'm excited. I think I'm gonna get to. I think I may get to go to the the game, and sell what, what, my. What's sell the my uh, What's the spread on that? Do you know? Mm-mm, I haven't even looked. Um, Let's look this puppy up. Yeah, go ahead, look that up. Continue. I will advise. Um, so anyway, look, the Colts. Uh, Ralph, you mentioned that they're on a slide. They just lost to uh, the Buccaneers, who I think had Ryan Griffin playing for at least no, part they of the had game. Winston. And they, but uh, the thing is, the Colts were up Winston two scores in that game. He, he, he was out for a minute. Oh, yeah. yeah. That's true. Um, so, uh, yeah, I'll say this. If the Saints score 46 points again, <laughs> they're, gonna they're win? definitely going to win this game. They're going to win this game. <laughs> they're 16-1 and okay, one you, now when God, they score 46. Dave, you just fucked this so bad. <laughs> now they're going to score 47 and lose. <laughs> if... if let me. Okay, I'll say this: if this, if the Saints score, Drew Brees is going to go thirty-five of thirty-five, and they're going to lose. Uh, if the Saints lose to the Colts, forty-seven to forty-six, then we've got some major issues. Okay, because right now I'm thinking what we saw yesterday against the Niners uh, defensively was uh, was an albatross and is not going to be the norm. I still think we have a good defense. And um, isn't an albatross something you can't get out of though? No, I don't know. I don't know what albatross An aberration? Means. Is that what you meant? Oh, yeah. Well, I mean, aberration definitely works, but I, I thought albatross worked. Outlier? Outlier also works. Maybe. I, I don't know. I don't know. Anyway. <laughs> I just wanted to do that. Uh... <laughs> Matt Ryan. Matt Ryan, Steve Arbel. <laughs> Um, so anyway, I, interception. Uh, <laughs> interception. uh, I think, uh, I no, look Monday night, extra day of rest Monday night in the dome prime time, right? It's at, yeah, it's at home. Uh, I'm going to go, uh, I wouldn't even take the points with the Colts. Uh, I'm going to go 30, uh, 37 saints Colts, uh, 20, and uh, I think uh, the player of the game is going to be. Uh, yeah, that's too. Uh, I'm gonna say. Uh, I'm gonna say Traquan's gonna have another good game. Hmm. Yeah. Two in favor by seven. Interesting. Wow, good for us. It's going down. Andrew, who you got? Well, I feel like I got to go back to betting against the Saints now. Um, that seems to oh, have worked earlier game. in the season and. Uh, I, I don't know. I we got a Saints are on a losing streak now. One game losing streak, and we've got to get some juju going the other way. So I, I'll pick the Colts. Um, I'll say they win thirty-one to twenty-seven. And uh, but hypothetically, should the Saints win, my player of the game is Craig Robertson. <laughs> that would be amazing. Stephon Anthony gets like twelve tackles. 
a sack, a pick six. A pick yeah. six. yeah, that'd be amazing. Uh, I'm telling you this. It's going to be so fun. I wish I, I – I have to drive back Sunday from work, but I wish I could have stayed and go to that game because I think it's going to be great bringing back the 2009 team. It's going to make the Dome electric. Uh, I don't think Brady's going to get the touchdown record even though it's the Bengals. Uh, I think he's going to – he's either going to tie it or fall just short, and it's going to be there for the Bree, for Breeze for the taking. And I think Breeze is going to have a monster game. But more importantly, Michael Thomas is going to have a ridiculous game and put up 200 yards and two touchdowns and at least for like 45 seconds on ESPN forced his way into the MVP conversation. Uh, and then they'll get yeah, back to Can we to- just throw every play to him, please? <laughs> Well, the Colts are 22nd against the pass, so it wouldn't be a bad idea. Uh, let's see. Uh, people are complaining about uh, fantasy things. And Skook said, a good example of an albatross in the literary sense would be the cutting of Dan Arnold. Skooks, I just want to say, your button that you have of Dan Arnold being sad on the sideline during the NFC Championship, I don't know if you have more than one of those, but if you have multiple ones... Send them to me, and I will wear it. Ralph, I have a button machine. I could make you one. Well, make me make one. I want to wear it on WWL before the end of the year. Okay, send me the picture you want on the button. Kevin, <laughs> you kind of just sounded like a German announcer just then. <laughs> I mean, I am I am German descent, so... Yeah. <laughs> hey, do, you want us, do you want me to make us all buttons for Saturday? Is T is T Y Hilton gonna play for the Colts in this game? I don't because that seems like it would kind of be a big deal. It kind of would be. I'm I mean the Eagles uh, Giants game. Do we do we have to send somebody from the NFC East into the playoffs? Like <laughs> makes can we tw- take- makes the 2014 NFC South look downright potent. <laughs> so anyway. Thanks to everyone. Thanks to all uh, 41 of you in the chat room. That's exciting. Peaked at 41. Uh, sorry if the live stream got choppy. I forgot to plug into the I forgot to plug into the Ethernet, but I think it was okay. Um, but anyway, uh, reminder, guys, we can't be more excited about the live show. It is going to be freaking amazing. If you have an RFCP'd, show up anyway. Is it's going to be, be at the live show? Yeah, we are. Please show up, or at least is, drop the t-shirts off. Is Skooks going to be at the live show? That's that's the key. I don't know. I didn't check the... I didn't really look hard at the RSVP list, yes, for names. I just looked at the numbers to give to you. Wang. <laughs> Wang is going to fly in. God, I hope so. But guys, show up at the live show. We had a lot of people work really hard for Armchair Media. It's going to be great. Bird Call is going to be there. We'll be there. We're drinking before. We'll drink after. We'll take pictures. We'll shoot the shit with you. It's going to be amazing. So be there. So for Andrew, for Kevin, for Dave, uh, until Saturday night, the bar is closed. Check it. There are some things that are too good to keep a secret. Like how your Amex Platinum card helps you have the perfect trip. I'd like to check into the Centurion Lounge. Or how it seems like you always get those hard-to-snag tables. Ooh, yum. And how you get the most out of select can't-miss events. With access to the Centurion Lounge, Resi Priority Notified, and Amex card member benefits at select events, you'll have to share. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. When it comes to hiring, don't go searching for the one. Just meet your match with Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com match. Just go to Indeed.com slash match right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash match. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. The NBA Finals are heating up. Looking for hot takes on all the postseason action? 
The Old Man and the Three, presented by BMW, is the podcast to listen to for the ultimate finals coverage. Host and former NBA sharpshooter J.J. Redick not only has a plugged-in perspective on the action from his time in the league, but he's also announcing the games in real time for ESPN. J.J. has the ultimate insider point of view, and he's taking you along for the ride as he breaks down the best defensive schemes, dunks, and drives from each game. And speaking of incredible drives, there's no better place to tune into your new favorite podcast, The Old Man and the Three, than in a standard-setting BMW. Luxury meets power to create a wholly new driving experience. Push the limits this NBA season with the brand that set the ultimate standard. BMW, the ultimate driving machine. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app today to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you in part by Purina. Purina is dedicated to creating richer lives for pets and the people who love them. From helping older pets think like their younger selves to making cat ownership a possibility for more people than ever, Purina is helping pets thrive so they can live long, healthy, and happy lives. Purina has you covered for all your furry friends' needs, whether they meow or bark. From litter to treats to their best-in-class, nutrient-packed food with taste your pets will love, Purina's got your back at every stage of your pet's life. Your pet gives you the joy of the spring sunshine all year round. So today and every day, care for your pet with Purina. Your pet is Purina's passion. To learn more, head to Amazon.com backslash Purina.